Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Thanks for downloading the Sunranto Show. For early and ad-free access to Sunranto, please become a subscriber at patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranta, where you'll have access to not only this show early and ad-free, but also our daily Cubs pod, which lets you know what happened in the Cubs game and all the Cubs news that's fit to print on a daily basis. Patreon.com slash sunranto. Don't make me tell you again. Enjoy the show. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old-style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento and the lovable Lucy. Boutros Golly. Sunrento. Michael. Sunrento. Cotton. Sunrento and the lovable Lucy. Michael Cotton. Sunrento. Oh, it's music to my ears, like listening to an old album, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) an album from the 90s that I haven't heard since we hung out in the 90s. It's like listening to Counting Crows again. Oh, no, I thought it was more like Abbey Road. Give me something. Come on, Counting Crows. (laughs) Well, welcome back, Lyle Aker. I'm still, in, I'm, I'm still in prison, as you can see, and I, I need to get a little caught up. So last thing I know, there was a parade, and it went crazy. And there were, this team was amazing, and this, all, this, all this youth and promise had become what you had hoped and what you had dreamed. And, like, Schwarber was coming into his own, and Rizzo was going to be the old man, and, like, Javi and the, the swimming tags steals and 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 then you had like you had all these catchers and and it was wild and i mean who could forget chris bryant i mean i can i never really liked the guy but he's really 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 fucking good i mean it was unfriggin believable i mean and the pitching staff can you imagine like what a great god last year yeah it was unbelievable and you know like what a great ownership group I mean, Wrigley was really coming to its own. They were rebuilding it. It was going to be more beautiful. They were going to fix the field and make it just fucking amazing. How's it going? And then what uh, happened? Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it on the show, I think, a little bit. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let it unfold. I don't want to, like, let it all out at once and, you know, just kind of devastate you with the current uh, iteration of the Chicago Cubs. But um, I, I do want to mention that this show is brought to you by our 110 Patreon supporters who will be joining us after the show on the Sunranto Discord channel where we're going to hang out, have a drink together. Um, if you want to become one, patreon.com slash Sunranto. And one of them at the end of the month is going to win this bad boy. This is a Wilson Contreras 
flag. This is a Matt Camera art piece. It hangs on my wall. You can see it just over my left shoulder here, too. And uh, I'm going to be giving this away to one of very lucky Patreon person. Um, you know, oh, Lyle, I should tell you right now, Wilson Contreras not on the team anymore either. He's on the Cardinals. Oh. Can you believe it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's a Cardinal. He replaced no, he's not. Stop. All right, stop fucking around. That and I, is a true that's story. Not, that's not true. There's no he way. Li- he wants to grow up to be Yachty. No, I know he wants to grow he wants up us to hate him to yeah, manage I, Puerto Rico. I, I think, um, I think that's bad. I mean, everybody tolerated Dexter Fowler cause they felt like it was in on the, on the joke, but what do you think? What do you think Wilson's going to do? He's already doing it. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, in fact, yeah, he's, I, gone, he's gone full heel. It's bad. Yeah. It's I'll, terrible. I'll start with a Wilson TFC. In fact, here, um, he said the Cardinals operate different. Here, here, we're always looking to improve every day to do something to help each other. And the whole team is working in the same direction. Every time I come here every single day, they're always trying to improve everybody. And that's something I really like. And I think it's great. But that's that's different than the Cubs operate. They're not trying to improve everybody every day. They're I mean, trying- <laughs> hey, it, you know, the evidence points to Wilson being right. So I'm just saying. Not that. Yeah. That's rough. That's rough. Full heel turn is pretty rough. He can be you know, all the right he wants. We don't have to like it. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels it feels like a Hulk Hogan NWA kind of like really just really. Wouldn't like- you if you could? And the yeah. the other person on this show that I haven't introduced yet is Infield Fly Girl. Uh, I, have you slept since the WBC started? Like it just seems Not like really. all hours of the night you're watching baseball tweeting at people, talking to players, talking to broadcasters all over the world. It's been amazing. The World Baseball Classic is my favorite thing that happens in all of baseball, and I have been just on cloud nine over this, uh, even despite all of the awful things that have happened to the great loves of my baseball life. Um, And we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. But, yeah, it's been a blast. I've barely slept. I'm sure I look like I got hit by a truck. It's been wonderful. Uh, did anybody see Korea like just destroy 20, 22 China? runs? Was 22, 22 to two in five innings. It's wild. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was I, I heard they, they're going to move the DMZ uh, line now because of it. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Out, and outside of China's pretty cool uniforms. Fuck China. Absolutely. <laughs> USA. China. We'll get into the bacon and the dragons. They should, you know, China and you want United States should just become one giant country and you could have a dragon shaped bacon or a bacon shaped, <laughs> you know, you just do the dragon right. bacon. I'm, I'm uh, just thinking out loud here. Um, no, has- no, you just, I, I get it though. You have all of all of your players manufactured over there and then you bring them over here and teach them how to play baseball. <laughs> exactly. Much cheaper too. Um, bacon, uh, yeah, but plus bacon and dragon almost rhymed, so I, I could see a song coming out of it. Um, hashtag chance in the chat if you would like to win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me, uh, with a message of love and doom. And uh, happy birthday today to Dominic Galoro. Oh, happy um, birthday, Josh, Josh, and Jonah Meyer. They're coming up this week. Um, my best friend growing up, Chris Zaha, and Zaha. Mrs. Cross. Speaking yeah. of wrestling, speaking yeah. of heels, 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man, we were going to be I was going to be his manager and he was going to be a professional wrestler. We had characters all picked out and I was going to be like Mr. Fuji. I, oh, it's, not, it's not too late. It isn't. Well, for him, maybe. But for right. me, I could still be a manager. I don't know if he could still wrestle. And then um, uh, uh, Mrs. Crawley. It's her birthday coming up too, uh, Shannon. Oh, happy birthday, Shannon. So yeah, so happy birthday to you happy guys. Happy birthday to you all. And uh, he's going to be by a little bit later to tell us about his uh, drunken trip to uh, spring training. I'll, I'll just show one picture to, as a preview. Here we go, Lyle. <laughs> you've seen me like that before a few times. I know. Yeah, I've seen you like that on the ground. A lot. With, with, a lot. With some unidentified liquids next to my head. Not as many clothes. Not as many clothes on. <laughs> unfortunately for you so um so let's yeah he'll be by in about uh 20 minutes and he's going to talk to us all about it we're going to get into some wbc but first let's talk about the cubs and spring training the last time we had a regular show um was a pre-game party that we threw and then that very night the cubs pitched a no-hitter i mean a combined no-hitter in spring training i'll give it those caveats um, but it was against the Padres, and um, if you're, I'm going to put up the pitching line. It was a combined no-hitter with Steele, Assad, Boxberger, Alzali, Estrada, Sanders, and Birdie. And um, like Birdie's really the only guy I didn't really know about before this spring training at all. So all these guys are kind of guys they're counting on. Assad's tearing it up in the WBC right now. He only had a walk in this game. I mean, no hits for many of those guys. But here's my real question. Even though it's the Padres and they're pretty good, are um, combined no-hitters no-hitters at all? Like, ever? A combined no-hitter is a bullpen doing its job. Fair. Yeah, I agree. And mention in the chat what you think about this. Because, I mean, it's a new, it's a new thing because they got everybody on pitch counts. Like, the guys that will be out there for 140, 150 pitches trying to finish this thing, they have sailed at this point. And, like, now we're looking at the World Baseball Classic. These guys can only pitch, what, 65 pitches or something like that, tops? In the first round, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're building them up to um, like a fuller workload, but they don't want anybody straining, you know, and blowing somebody's arm up in the first round. Yeah. I think a combined, it's weird because I think a no hitter is pretty much one of the coolest things you can do as a professional athlete and especially as a baseball player, right? But yeah. I think the combined is really just a really fun, quirky thing. And I think I kind of like it better just because of that. It's not as cool. It's not as dominant. It's not this like mass. It's it's just different. It's just like, it's scrappy. It's fun. I, I don't know. I think it's really, I'm, really cool. I'm fine with it as a thing. And like, I, I absolutely believe everybody should celebrate their team. No hitting another team. Like I, you, I this, the this team shut down that team, but like that pitcher did not get a no hitter. Right. And I hate, right. Agreed. And I hate that the coach pulled the starter. I don't care. I don't care if it's the first day of spring training. He's almost yep. only supposed to throw 10 pitches. He's throwing 110. <laughs> I don't give a shit. They're getting this no-no on day one of spring training. This is well, important shit. Why wouldn't the catcher get all the credit? He was I, there all nine. I fully believe in giving the catcher credit for a no-hitter. I, I think that catchers should be praised for being the guy who caught the no-hitter. Well, well, here in Boston, where we're more elevated sports fans, we do, as Jason Veritek has caught 
several. I was going to say how many, but I think I forget six. We, <laughs> Something crazy. We, we <laughs> might get, I mean, with the two defensive ca- catchers and that uh, turncoat Contreras off the team, we might see one of these guys. I mean, I don't know if Javier Saad's going to pitch a no-hitter, but Justin Steele uh, started this game. I could see him, him having an, enough to get a no-hitter. I could see Wisniewski having the stuff to get a no-hitter. Like, uh, I don't know if Stro- – I mean, Stroman's – stuff with these pitch-to-contact guys because something's going to sneak through eventually. But I could see with maybe these defensive catchers, like somewhere down the – like April day, that one of the guys could do it, you know, or at least flirt with it. Um, and because the pitching's been good, I'm gonna I'm gonna put up some um, some stats here uh, for, Those for the are little. Yeah, no, it's little. So get out your reading. <laughs> get out your. Re- I mean, it's it hasn't all been great, but um, right up at the top of the list, like I'm gonna give you my my raker on on the week uh, or my um, thrower on the week right away. It's Hayden Wisniewski because um, man, he's just he was lights out four innings just the other day where he didn't give up anything. He's fighting for this fifth starter job. Uh, yeah, I was he, just going to ask you, is he a starter? Yeah, he's a starter. No, no, no. It, but do you think as the season opens, is, is, he, is, oh, he, is he in the top five on the rotation for the Cubs opening day? Well, that's the controversy because it's between him and Sampson, who's been absolutely terrible. He's, do he doesn't even, if you look at this, I've got this separated by innings. The most two, the pitchers that have the two, how am I going to say this? The two highest innings pitched for the pitchers are Wisniewski and Samson, one and two. It's a tale of two pitchers. Wisniewski is, has given up zero runs in 8.2 innings. Samson has given up a lot of runs, 13 to be exact. Plus, he's given up eight home runs, which is just disastrous. I mean, he only gave up 10 in 104 innings all last year. And in eight innings, he's given up eight home runs this year. Maybe, I mean, he's in his 30s. Like, what could he be working on? But he's got a 14.04 ERA. And it's kind of between these guys, experience versus rookie. And in some ways, um, all right, IFG, what do you think? I mean, and then throw Assad into the mix. Like, where what are they going to go? So I'll muddy the water a little bit further and remind the uh, assembled that Rowanius Elias, our non roster invitee, just through five scoreless innings against Team Cuba. Do they take him seriously? I mean, he hasn't had a Do good they? spring. I, I, he's they're giving him a look. I mean, he's he's been in two games uh, thus far. He's given up four runs. I don't know. I, what, I mean, that was a Team Italy lineup that's made up of serious hitters, and it was a you know not spring training exercise like that's a essentially a playoff situation that he's playing in and i think he did a really good job yeah it's all been high leverage in the wbc so i do kind of take those stats but uh more seriously uh bill bill suga says samson already throwing in the towel at his next shift at applebee's so (laughs) (laughs) it does it it does seem um, and Terry E asked, is there a clock issue with Wisniewski? Well, I mean, it depends. It depends if you're trying to win or not. Cause if they were really trying out for the team, which we know they're not, that's all this roster crap that they got to consider. They don't have to start. I mean, Wisniewski has options. I don't know where Samson is. Is he in DFA land? Like, can they send him to the minors? I mean, the, the fact of the matter is once you 
start a clock on somebody, you've started it. And it's rookie status, and it's like now you're going to be arbitration eligible earlier. And for a pitcher, that could be quite expensive. And Cubs might not want to want to do that, but that says okay, to me, Jed. I hate this shit. If this is this me is the too. Whole, this is whole the whole worst. Stuff, like, like, play the guy. Play the guy. If he deserves to play, let him play. Play we him have, if he deserves to get paid. Don't if he doesn't. We have baseball players. We have games. We need baseball players to play the games. And now the baseball players are going and screwing around in Iowa. Like, I don't care about Iowa. It's not real. And, Iowa and is like, where you're supposed to grow real baseball players. Well, and, and you can go right. further with it. Like, Smiley. Smiley hasn't had a good springs thus far. Not you know, very smiley. Yeah, I, I've been frowny when yeah. I'm watching him pitch. And so so then you see somewhere like Javier Assad, who was lights out in the WBC, absolutely smoked. I got to put up uh, something here. Uh, yeah. I got to find it real real quick. This is from our friend Sarah Sanchez. Um, Hi, she, she said, Javier Assad threw three innings pitched. One hit, no runs, no earned runs, no walks, two strikeouts on 37 pitches, 26 for strikes against this lineup. Goldschmidt, (laughs) Arenado, Alonzo, Tucker, Tim Anderson, uh, Will Smith, and Jeff McNeil. Like, that's like, fully like that's those a great like baseball players. That's an it's an all star lineup. (laughs) I mean, it's so good. And so, like, so is Assad, like, he's the odd man out. And then throw – now, this is a good thing that is a good problem to have. Then you consider Hendricks might come back yeah, at some point. And that, Goodness, I hope so. Yeah. And so you kind of have a, a – at that point, like, what are you doing with Samson? He's your, like, if he's not performing, he's your seventh starter. And here's the other uh, stat I want to put up, and this is from Cubs prospect Brian Smith. He's like, here are his home runs – uh, on fastball rates for the last four years. And uh, he had an anomaly of a 2022 last year. 7.7 is the number. And all the other years, it's 17, 21, 18, 17, 17. So it was like, I don't know if he was like using some sticky stuff or like the pitch lab did a number on him, but he's given up eight home runs so far this spring. So you cannot bring him up to Wrigley Field and let a pitch. That's, I mean, yeah. anyway, um, now how much uh, uh, credence do you put in the standings? Because right now the Cubs. All, all of it. I mean, we've all seen baseball before. Usually the team that wins spring training <laughs> wins the World Series. That's that's science. Chicago Cubs in 2016, 11 and 19. Right. So um, no, I'm looking at it, and I know the wins don't matter and stuff, and now they're all playing shorthanded because they're uh, missing players. But Kansas City up at top of this group, they've only lost twice. Yeah, but here's here's the thing, Danny, and I think it's the big thing people forget. They're like, oh, man, our team looks really good. They're doing things. These shitty teams, every guy on that field is fighting for a job and trying to earn a place on the major league roster. The good teams are set and those guys aren't playing every day. And they have like 10 guys sliding in and out, trying to fill in the last like two, three spots on the 40 man, not even on the opening day roster, like on the 40 man. So they're, they're managing that stuff. So yeah, of course the shitty teams always play really well or, or tend to um, in spring training because all those guys are fighting for jobs and they're trying, the to, they're trying to get on rosters. How the Red Sox looking. Fuck that team. 
They're, I'm still frustrated. Their ownership has turned into the Cubs ownership. All of it. It's just like it's it's a mirror right now. It's the same shit. It's really frustrating to watch them, um, you know. And they just slowly let every great young player that they had just go away. So it's 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 frustrating. It's hard to watch. It's hard to want to watch. It's hard to root for them. I do, but I I, I like to motherfuck the TV and throw my shoe at it. So. <laughs> I'll give you somebody to root for. Root for you, Chunk. Yeah, that's fair. He is uh, World Baseball Classic Pool A MVP. He played his heart out on that field and left saying how amazing it felt to play with the support of his people at home and how sad he is that he's going to have to come back to America where he doesn't have that support and people aren't on his side. So root for you, Chung. He's awesome. Yeah, well, especially in Boston because they – Love non-white people. <laughs> <laughs> last last team to integrate in the major leagues, I might add. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, we got a couple uh, comments here in the chat. Uh, Terry says, we got Assad, Wisniewski, and Killian. We're predicted to win 78 games. Find out what these guys got. I mean – don't you just want to play the young guys? See what you what what you have. I mean, yes. it's, they want to limit the innings, and they just got this master plan, and it feels like I don't know. It's frustrating for fans. Killian not having a great spring. Asad Wesneski are. I think they might be better in seventy eight wins in the long run. If the, you know, but things got to go right and stuff. But um, and Dominic says we saw Asad's first start last year. Impressive. Uh, birthday boy, Dominic Galore. That's why I wanted to hit, bring him on. Happy birthday, Dominic. Again, um, yeah, uh, here's somebody else. I, I'm going to give you my raker on the week and tell me what, oh. you've, been, what you've been seeing. Um, now, I was, I was going to give it to Trey Mancini because uh, he's batting 500, but the other half of his, his outs were all strikeouts. So I didn't want to oh. – what? Yeah, that wasn't good. But but he had one homer, batting five hundred. Uh, I love Christopher Morel. He's one of my favorite players on the team. Um, he had two home runs this week, and um, but he also struck out half the time. So I was like, damn it, I can't give it to you either because you know you're out sucked. So who am I going to give it to? You? I'm going to give it to minor leaguer Luis Torrens. Two I homers. love him! Yay! Yeah. Two more. Two homers on the week. Five for eight with a double, three walks, only struck out twice. And I know he's a good boy. I know. I know he's only playing in garbage time, you know, and he hasn't had a lot of at bats. Guess what? He's a guy taking advantage of the situation. He wants to be seen, he wants to be recognized, and he's looking to get a job. And he's going for it. And and I just recognized him. And there it is. Now that's it. I would like to remind everyone. That when the Mariners and the Yankees had me trapped inside T-Mobile Park for 13 innings of zero run ball, oh. Luis Torrens is the one who hit the ball that got me out of there. Thank so you. We love Thank Luis Torrens. Thank you, Luis. <laughs> and then um, I'll give you my flaker too, because this is something that not a lot of people are talking about because it's unpleasant. And that is that the fourth best shortstop on the market that was signed by the Chicago Cubs. Dansby Swanson is batting 0.059. He is one for 17. It is a single. He did take five walks, six strikeouts, which is okay. Um, and you're one for, but, but one for 17 is not okay. And, mm. um, this week he's 0 for eight with four strikeouts. How's the hair look though? 
I mean, because looks... that's why he was signed, right? Like yeah. it was to sell jerseys or something. It certainly wasn't to hit baseballs. Yeah, I I don't know. I haven't really seen a lot of him because he's been in the dugout <laughs> sitting on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so that's my flaker. Um, and uh, shout out to Cotton. Uh, just to say that Pete Crow Armstrong is batting one twenty five. So I, you know, I know so he hates Pete Crow Armstrong. He's just a he's anti ginger, I think, ultimately, which is, he, we know that to be true. Yeah. When your beard's really coming in and you're getting extra gingery, he seems to be a little more like ornery towards you. Well, and me and IFG outnumber him, too, because there's nothing right. he can do about it. So. Right. So uh, and I also want to point out that, um, you know, who's been absolutely terrible is Zach McKinstry. And I don't know what the Cubs they put him in left field the other day. And I'm like, what, why are you trying to find a place for this guy? He's batting 95. I mean, yeah, you... maybe, I mean, maybe they believe in his bat and they think he can come out of it. I don't know. Like, they're just trying to get him at bats, so they're moving him around. Trying to get him at bats to compare with Miles Mastroboni doing really well for Team Italy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Figure about... out which one of the McBoats Trabonagal Chimera actually gets to join the team. How, how about we bring back uh, pitchers hitting? And then uh, we could let them go in the night spot instead of Zach McKinstry or Dansby Swanson. Well, well, can we use the DH for Dansby? No, you know, no. just. I, hey, actually, you know what? That would be one of the rules that I would do if I were in charge of baseball. I would absolutely allow you to use the DH for any position. The last guy I want to bring out. Yeah, I. why not? The last guy I want to bring out is uh, Ian Happ, who's having a heck of a spring, too. He's slashing 364, 462, 545, um, hit a home run the other day. And um, Cubs should probably extend him, but they don't seem to be wanting to do that. for. Yeah, they just want it to all dissolve and fade away, and they're just going to be the Royals now. <laughs> as long in as one, that's in one of the biggest markets in the country. He, as, if you have a, a beautiful historic ballpark to sell, you don't need big names to get people to buy tickets, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, a lot of concerts coming in there. They got Springsteen. Let me tell you, they're not hurting. No. And they got Pete Crow Armstrong, man. That's my guy. I don't care. I don't care how good of a baseball player he is. He's got a great name. Yeah. You got to root for a guy with the last name Armstrong. Um, so I'm I'm gonna bring on yet another host of the Sun Ranto hey. show, and he's gonna tell us all about his. Yeah, he's after he's, that picture I saw. Yeah, uh, no, he's he's out. We bailed him out. We we right. did a, a little collection. We bailed him out. But uh, let, let me play his theme song, and uh, then he'll be right here with us. Story time with Crawley, with Crawley, with Crawley. Story time with Crawley. It's Crawley story time. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Fly the W podcast, it's Crawley back from spring training. Yay! You look, like, little, you look a little puffy. How, how you feeling? I've had, I've, you know, the older I get, the tougher this gets to get done. But it was fun. I can't, you, you can't beat it, man. I, but I came from seventy-five degree weather all the way into thirty degree weather, so that kind of sucked. That's that always a rude awakening. I, 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 we put up this picture of you earlier. And uh, you tweeted out, I screenshot a few of your tweets here, Crawley. And this one says, <laughs> for those of you wondering where the nickname Crawley comes from, hashtag Cubs, hashtag Spring Trading 23. And, you, and you're laying, it's not even dark out yet. It's like, right. it's, still- it's, it's daylight and, it, and it's pre daylight saving. So it was definitely very, it was like 4 p.m. 
5 p.m. Maybe. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, I made it the whole night though. I trooped out, man. I made it to dinner that night. It was all good. What did you well, eat? I don't remember that shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God you did because uh, otherwise you might not be here right now. I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know if you you can't see the pictures in the brand, can you? Yeah, I can see them. Oh, you can't. Oh, okay, because you or can. When, so when you they can, pop up, when they pop up, I. Oh, see you them. when they pop up, but you can't put them up. That's what I'm wondering. So I'll put them up for you. Um, here's you uh, with Fergie, and you saw a lot of celebs out there. Um, you had Fergie uh, give a little. Uh, what a guy! Little Look at that guy. for the pod. Yeah, he was. Uh, you know. <laughs> he was uh he was he was right out there walking around before the uh Cubs played Canada and he just came into the tent and he sat down in a lawn folding chair and we just shot the shit for 30 minutes. Um and uh, was he I mean was he Fergie's the weirdest dude in the world. Like so I'm really kind of w- wondering like what he talked about like cuz he's always talking about weird stuff. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about tailgating and some players that he was watching, and Billy was there, so he was talking about Billy. Him and Billy hung out a lot, actually, so that's kind of cool. Uh, you could see them hanging out and around, so it was fun just shooting the shit. You know, we, you know, all those guys are always cooking different stuff, so they have breakfast food and lunch food. So, I mean, we're there at eight thirty in the morning every day tailgating, starting you know with the Bloody Mary. So he he just came by and just had some eggs and bacon and sausage and just talked baseball. <laughs> now, did uh, Jed have any uh, sausage and eggs, or was he there later in the in the day to eat a sausage? Uh, he did not come by. But the, the funny thing about this picture was it, it was him, Carter Hawkins, and I forget the other two guys walking. And I was drunk at this point. I just yelled, "Hey, Carter, would you take a picture with me? Because Jed won't." And then Jed came over and took a picture. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> you shamed him into it. <laughs> it, it was uh, a pro move, man. Pro move. There's hey, Carter, th- will you sign a decent contract? Jed won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, uh, there's Wiz. He's, man, what nice teeth Wiz has. Beautiful. He really does. He is truly what a, a handsome, handsome man. And, uh, you know, he's, he definitely, for Club 400, is one of the best guys. He literally just, you know, signing jerseys, doing everything, just being so super friendly. And uh, there's you and uh, Wayne Mesmer. Did you hear he's doing his uh, priest show again? The Father Damien, the leper priest of Mogwai or whatever it's called? Yeah, he's doing that. He's all excited about it. I went and I saw his uh, Christmas show at Hey Nani. Uh, But, yeah, Wayne was out there with Kathleen. Uh, Kathleen left the day before I got there. So, you know, got to hang out with Wayne. We went over to the Sloan tent and had a couple good drinks. So, And then uh, you saw our friend Joe Kilgallen. He was was playing – catching shagging balls with Ryan Dempster. And then uh, he performed a comedy show and uh, you know, he's awesome. Like everything he does is hilarious. And um, how was the, how was the show? Now, do you remember the show? Cause that happened at night too. If you remember, I remember the show. It was, it was brilliant. He was, he was hilarious. He totally killed it. And it's like, I don't think that they knew what they were expecting. So we rolled like 25 deep into that place. And it's not like a giant, you know, zanies or something like that, you know? So we absolutely took it over. And then all the comedians came with us afterwards to the bar next door and we just did drinks and they had these amazing shots, cookie dough shots, frozen cookie dough shots. It was a wild thing. Oh, it's so good. Now you're drinking out there like you're freaking 19. Like, look at you. It's like, you're (laughs) out, you're out right outside the stadium. You got this woman pouring fireball down your freaking gullet. I mean, that's, what is- uh, that's Coach D's wife. Oh, oh that's, that's, that's Tammy. The, oh, that's Tammy. I couldn't tell with the sunglasses. <laughs> I mean, this is out of hand. Like, look at you. You're drinking like you're 15. Um, we ran out then- of shot glasses. Hey. Then you're hanging out with Hendo. 
Hendo know? was great, man. Like this is, I mean, I, so I've gotten to kind of talk to Kyle a little bit um, because of his dad, John. And I mean, he was just like in the friendliest mood. Though. I've never seen him this friendly and signing this Look much. at all like the laugh lines around his face. Like who even knew he could do that without it breaking? Right. He, he was absolutely hilarious. So, I mean, he has a great personality. It's just, you know, you just don't really see it that much. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's all business on the field. And, yeah. and, and now now he hasn't, I mean, he hasn't been on the field for a while. So maybe he's just a little more relaxed. He's loosened up a bit. I'm had telling a couple you, he, beers. he's confident. He's, I mean, he's very confident with how he's coming along. And I didn't think we would see him until right around before July. I, he thinks he's going to be out there earlier than that. That I mean, we were just talking about it right before you came on the show. And like the, the idea that you could be having this fifth starter fight between like uh, Javier Assad, a Wisniewski, and then like to a lesser extent at this point, maybe Adrian Sampson. And then you throw Hendo into the mix and you slot even that further back. It don't, you be... know, don't, don't discount Caleb Killian, too. You can keep going down the list. And, and, and that's the key is, is the irony is that when the Cubs were really good, they couldn't develop pitching worth a shit. Actually, Rob Zastrinsky was the only one that ever made a start, and we got to see him. Uh, he came over and talked to us with uh, Team Canada. But now you just have you, – you do have waves of pitching and waves of arms that are going to be coming through. It's, it's a great problem to have. So, you know, Javier Assad, you know, he, he's put an extra two or three miles per hour on that fastball, and it is just cooking. And I got to see two Hayden Wesniski starts. Uh, that, that one game when you were talking about the time as far as the pace of play – I, we went to Camelback Ranch. I think it was like two hours, barely, <laughs> barely cracked two hours. It's so fast. He had a no hitter going through into the fifth inning. Yeah, I, I wrote down some of the game times. I mean, they were pretty fast this last week. The longest game was against Canada, where I don't think they used the pitch clock, right? Or did they? They did, yeah. They did. Okay, so that was three oh three. That was the longest game they had. Two fifty two was second longest, but there was a two fifteen, a two twenty one, a two twenty nine. Like really super fast. Um, I think a little bit too fast, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, there was that. Yeah, there was yeah. that. It's too fast. <laughs> two fifteen. Come on, that's not. There's not. There's not enough time for Danny to get drunk. At that. that's no, I worried. can't get you exactly. Seventh inning's going to come in an hour and a half. That's why. You, that's why you just drink out of the bottle, and then you don't have to worry about the problem. <laughs> right. Right. So uh, I'll put up a couple more. Here's here's the whole crew, and this is. I, uh, sometime during the game, you guys all hanging out. And th that's, what's fun. And like, just, I mean, Carly, everybody's invited to this party. And that's the thing is like, people feel like you got to be already part of club 400. Like if you just show up at that tent, you're going to be welcome. You're going to have a pizza. You're going to get a beer in your hand. And it's all about just like, you know, cup fans, helping cup fans and, you know, meeting each other and supporting Stewart's mission. And yeah, we met all sorts of fun people out there. We also had Marty, the salsa king of Chicago. So we had his salsa and chips. So he sent over a couple cases of that. We definitely had the Club 400. JP tweaked the, the pizza recipe. I thought it was better than ever. So, I mean, I, that's all I pretty much did was eat pizza and drink beer the whole time. I did have one of those, uh, the beer bats. One of, nice. the worst, one of the worst bargains in, out there, man. It was a ripoff. There yeah, they, it is. I got a picture of you. You and you and our friend Steve Schur and testing out the, the bats. I mean, what is that? It's like Miller Light in there. Right. It was like $30 for 30 ounces. Oh, oh my God. What? I mean, even three beers. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, but it's like it's like when you go someplace tropical and you get a drink in the shape of like a something or other. I mean, you just do it. You're on vacation. Fuck it, you know. Exactly. I I would have it just to put the bat on the wall. No, I, was, I look. 
I was thinking about doing the 30 ounce margarita, but I think that would have given me a brain freeze. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure it didn't have that much booze in it. It's just all sugar and that like <laughs> freaking bread dye number five or whatever. It Here's just looks a, like a drunken weapon. It just looks dangerous to me. This it just is looks adorable. Like I love this picture. Yeah, this picture is of uh, Rafael Morel and Christopher Morel. You got d- pictures of both of them. Oh, my God, they look the same. They are adorable. Look at yeah. that face. You know, Chris, you know, Christopher Morel, again, another one of those guys. It's the greatest guy. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm at the backfields. OK, so if any of the listeners haven't been out there, you have field one and two are where all the uh, major league roster players are the guys the 40 man and the non-roster invitees and in the back are all kind of the young guys and so you know i'm like what is morel doing back here and uh, and then i take a look and i'm like that's not christopher and they, but i look the back of the jersey it says morel but it says r morel and i didn't realize his brother was even on the team so what do you know yeah i didn't i didn't know that either it, I, I then i could kind of had it dawned on me that maybe that was something miguel asked him at club 400 when he visited that time like because and your brother's in the I, something dawned in my head about it, but Maybe not. And then uh, here you are with uh, Ronnie Woo Woo doing a promo. So, and, and, you know, this is what makes me jealous. It's like, you know, you're out there. You got Kilgallen out there. You got all our friends. Even Woo Woo makes it out here. And I'm sitting here. I'm like working 12 hour days it, like in the dark theater, trying to make magic of the theater happen for people to enjoy themselves. You're just out there partying with Woo Woo, man. Uh, Wu hung out for a while. Yeah, he was definitely. We we did a little Wu chant. It was all good. It was he, Ronnie. I mean, what was he? Eighty one, eighty two now. Yeah. Well, yeah. He he turned eighty last year, so he was eighty one. Yeah. Eighty one. I mean, the guy's just still killing it, and and so you know we had a good time there. And then we went to Camelback Ranch. Me and uh, John Ferlise went out to Camelback Ranch. A couple of the other people went to uh, Colombia versus Mexico. Um, so, you know, there was just tons of stuff to do. Other people went to ostrich fest. There was a NASCAR race. I mean, but like I said, how much fun it is it to just hang out at the tent all day and, and just have fun and, and like literally just sun, beautiful weather. We we're just hanging out, sitting in the berm. When you saw that one picture out at the rooftop, I think we did that for like, yeah, that one. We went for the first two and the last two, and then the middle, we went to the berm, man. I mean, that's just, the berm's the best. There's nothing special about that rooftop up there other than just place to hang. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you finally got some good weather because it had been cold up until pretty much this time. And, uh, like, people, you saw them in winter coats out there. Like, Taylor, T-Mac was out there in a parka. She was so cold (laughs) at the beginning, so you finally got some some good red. uh, You saw PCA. Oh, he was actually, you know, I was kind of nervous, you know, kind of talking with him. And then at first, you know, at first I'm like, this guy kind of seems a little standoffish. And so the first time I saw him, I was absolutely loaded. That was after the first game I went to. I got a picture and he took one and, you know, whatever. And then I saw him the next morning and I'm like, and I said, PCA, we took a picture yesterday, but I'm really drunk. And and do you mind just taking a better one? And so he laughed and then we just started talking and he was a really cool guy. And uh, speaking of cool guys, there's Ryan Dempster. Uh, he's always good for a picture. Uh, he was probably hanging out at the tents a little bit. He's always. Uh, and uh, you also got to see voice of Cohen, who, you know, I tell you, man, I know you were at this game that I was hearing him call with Ryan Dempster. Um, great call. I hope at some point that voice of Cohen is in line for the Cubs official job because he's he sounds great. I mean, he. I mean, the, the, real the, deal. the thing is, is that the Cubs have just really developed great talent in the minors far as all their announcers 
Um, whether you're talking about Alex in Iowa or you're talking about Mick Gillespie, remember he used to do it with Len Casper. He was great uh, yeah. in, in Tennessee. And then when you know in South Bend, you got Max and BK, and then in Myrtle Beach, you got Sam Wiederoff. So, I mean, the Cubs are just loaded with talent, and I think it took them a while to catch on. Somewhere. Yeah, you you you. you <laughs> look at it and you say, you know, the Cubs are finally like making good social media content. And I'm talking like from the top all the way down to the minor league affiliates. They're doing a lot of fun stuff. So I love Alex. Great dude. Absolutely. Wonderful. Um, this just in from Terry, Puerto Rico with a perfect game. Versus I was just about to interrupt with that. Is, is the game over? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't, I don't know if the games, I was watching it before and no, it's still, it's still up. Um, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on this. Uh, I'll pull it up. What inning are they in? They are, I don't know. I'm trying to get it with my left hand and I'm right-handed. So. I'll, I'll find it for us, Danny. Oh, here we go. Uh, they're up 10 zip and it, they're not saying the inning on the thing yet. So, um, so we're talking slaughter rule, right? Do they do slaughter rule? Yeah. So it's, it's uh, if they're up by 15 runs at the fifth inning or 10 runs in the seventh. So we might be there right now. So they might not get a quote unquote perfect game because of the slaughter rule. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So um, the one thing, though, that Terry mentioned uh, in the chat, I do want to give a shout out. Rest in peace to Joe Pepitone. Um, obviously, his best years were with the Yankees, but uh, he had the unenviable job of taking over after Mr. Uh, Cub Ernie Banks finished at first base. Uh Pepitone came out one time. Yeah, absolutely amazing guy. And uh, he came out to Club 400, and it was supposed to be him and Leon Durham doing a session, a first baseman session. And uh, something happened with Leon, I don't know, because I think he's diabetic, and he was having some sort of issues, and he took off before the Q&A. Well, Danny, you know when you go to Club 400, sometimes players just show up that are on the invite list. And so Pepitone was there. Ray Burris is always there. He's the Club 400 ambassador. And then uh, Randy Hunley stopped by, the Rebel. And so it was the Rebel, Pepitone, and uh, Ray Burris. And I got to tell you, you know, it was one of the funniest nights. And, and, you know, because anyone that knows Randy Huntley, he doesn't swear. He will not swear. He's absolutely against swearing. So he says stuff like blooming all the time. You know, <laughs> get, get your blooming butt out here or something like that. And then you had Pepitone, who swore like a New York truck driver. And just those two guys there just told some stories that I was just dying laughing. It's always so sad when you when you lose one of those guys because you lose all those stories and them cutting up and like chopping it up there like in the basement forever. Um, well, you certainly have a, a heck of a lot of stories to tell <laughs> if you could remember them. But I, I don't know if you remember this particular story. I looked up. I was looking up your Twitter and I happened to see something else that said Crawley. And I was like, well, what the hell is this? And somebody's talking about him. And I look it up and this is from British Confess. Crawley said, went, went on night out in Crawley last night and had great time. I'm from Horsham myself. Anyway, got a taxi and he have my friend to lift home or he gave my friend a lift home. Then said, you're going to use them lips and suck me off. He gave me his nice load. He then said, what gender are you? I said, male. He said, damn, you have skills. Now, now, did this happen on the first night of spring training or was that, was that uh, the last night, like right before you came home? That sounds like a first night story. But yes, I've learned the hard way that there is a town in England called Crawley and a soccer club as well. 
And so uh, I do, I do get those sometimes, but uh, yeah, that sounds like something that probably happened on the, the first night was an all out rager. <laughs> have you, have you ordered, ordered your uh, Crawley Jersey yet? What do you mean? I, I always have my Crawley jersey. No, it's not there. Soccer, no, it's a soccer jersey or <laughs> football. Maybe one of these days I'll get yeah. one. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, my soccer. The only I've actually now now that I've watched Ted Lasso, I've started to figure some things out about soccer. So, who knows? There's hope get. for us yet. Maybe we'll like a <laughs> sport that everybody else likes eventually. <laughs> I tried it's, to like soccer last week. I went to like a game and everything. It was a you, lot of running around. You gave it a good <laughs> shot. Oh, they should have hit so, a dinger. It would have been more fun. But I will tell you, Danny, people did ask about you and they did miss you out in Arizona. So you, you, you were, I think I toasted you at least three or four times that I can remember. Yeah. Well, you called me once that you said you didn't remember. I'm like, check your phone. <laughs> check no. your phone. You called me. <laughs> no. you, I got one of those. I love you, man. Dude, you gotta me and you next year, man. Right? We gotta you gotta get out of here, man. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'd love to be there, dude. Thanks for calling me and rubbing it in that I'm not there. <laughs> that was that was the laying down photo. That was I, I made a couple of phone calls to the people I love the most, and you were on that list. So uh, definitely, like I said, we just we we missed you, and we we had a lot of fun, and and uh, it's sad. Like I said, I'm, I'm like in a little bit of a lull right now because it's kind of that like uh, that that down after that high, man. It's just not great right now, but. Uh, we're hanging in there, and hopefully, like I said, once I get some Cubs baseball tomorrow, we'll see what happens. I've been wondering to ask you, Danny. I know you're probably worried about their win-loss record right now. I know. it's No, we looked at it right before you came on, the fact that they've they lost two games only this week, and um, yeah, I put up the standings yet once again. 10-6. and six, I mean, 11-19, and 19, 2016. You know, that's what you got to do, and you can't – you got to save your wins up. And Lyle made a good point. It's that – you know, the, the teams that aren't good, they're, they've got a lot of guys playing to stay in the majors. And then the teams that are good, they just have guys that are literally stretching out, trying not to get hurt and just going through the motions, get ready for the season. I will, I will tell you this. The thing that I have noticed and I've been paying attention to, and I think part of the reason their win-loss record is as good as it is, is because of that depth that we talked about in pitching. So if you talk about all the minor league arms and they got a ton of them, whether you're going Jeremiah Estrada, whether you're going with Ben Leeper, whether you're going with Cam Sanders, they just got a ton. So like usually after like, you know, like you said, the major league guys leave after like three, four, you know, maybe starter throws three innings. They'll get one of their better bullpen guys to throw an inning. But the Cubs after that, like there's been a lot of games where they've scored a lot of runs late and the re- and after the team, the other teams aren't scoring against the, the back end of say the guys that are coming in third, fourth, fifth into the game. That's I think what the biggest difference that I've noticed is. It's how you get the no hitter. It's how you yeah, get exactly. the combined no, no. Exactly. Well, Crawley, thanks for coming on. We're going to take it uh, to commercial and we're going to let you catch up on some sleep. I know you <laughs> didn't get much when you were out in, uh, in Arizona. So it's only Monday, my friends. And Open days a- right around the corner, buddy. Stretch that liver out a little more. We're going to get there. Don't worry. We're going to be there. Lyle, hopefully you can come in for a game in IFG. Still uh, waiting on it. Yeah. Hope so. I really want to get there this year. Uh, All right, I'll, guys. I'll be in this year. All right. Awesome. We'll, we'll ca- We'll catch you later, Crowley. We're we're going to commercial for this is a commercial for Patreon. You should join. Yes. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. 
you can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Welcome back uh, to <laughs> Infield Fly Girl and the um, dead ram's head that has taken the place of Lyle in some sort of satanic sacrifice. Um, for the podcast listeners, um, a... No, that's literally what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't. Is that a deer? Because those are some weird ass horns for a deer. It, those are definitely deer horn. That's those are deer antlers. It looks like definitely. a cow. Oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, it's just a that's weird definitely ankle. Definitely a deer antler. Ankle. So, it's a deer. Yeah, uh, a, a dead deer. A dead deer. It's but not a female a deer, deer. A real dead deer. <laughs> So Sorry, um, I had to, I had to slip out for a second, and I just uh, I thought I'd leave you uh, with some company. Yeah, it felt like I was in uh, <laughs> like I was in The Godfather for a moment there. <laughs> the horse head stuck in my bed. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the World Baseball Classic. Um, I know I have to. You've been watching it. Uh, you've been watching it, Lyle. It, I have. It's glorious. It's just late. It's so late. Not even. <laughs> I mean, it's. I don't know. It's just late. <laughs> Last night was pretty late. That's for sure. When Mexico swept the floor with United States. Um, Are you, are you going, I mean, it seems like everybody on Twitter just because we are mostly, you know, interacting with Americans on there. um, United Statesians, they're all pro America. Like they want United States to win. And I'm just kind of like naturally not because I'm pro underdog. And I don't know who, are you going for USA at all? Like, who's your team? I mean, I, I always – I mean, in general, yes, I do root. Like, when the Olympics come, I'm always like, USA, USA. But in – I don't know. In tournaments like this, you know, like, it's USA and. It's always USA and. And so, for me, anyway. So, I don't know. I, I mean, there's a lot of really fun teams. There's some really exciting teams. And what is it? Uh, the DR and USA are the only teams that are full of – all MLB players and so many of the other teams have so few MLB players. That's kind of exciting too. Did you see this kid? What was his goddamn name? Uh, I'm going to look it up real quick. The, the kid from Nicaragua that they did the tigers just signed. Do you, did you hear this? Yeah, yeah, that's what I got. This is so today. The kid, uh, uh, Duke, Duque Herbert, um, 21, 21 year old right-hander 
Um, he's never pitched uh, an affiliated pro ball ever in his entire life. Uh, took the mound for Nicaragua today and uh, in the ninth, and he he struck down. I don't think it was all strikeouts. I don't know. Maybe uh, Soto, Rodriguez, and Machado in a row, and got signed to a major league deal right after that. How cool Brilliant. is that? I love it. I love that so much. It's so exciting. Like that's just like that's that's the dream. That's the MLB dream. You're just like, oh my god, I just got discovered. You know. Uh, Bill Sugis writes in, fuck the underdogs, USA. Um, <laughs> uh, and John Pinkett says, I root for Team USA only in men's soccer because we'll never win. <laughs> right, fair enough. Um, Bill is r- bummed that Chinese Taipei is out, which uh, we'll call Taiwan for the rest of the show. How about, we, you know, because that's a, it's like a slur almost. But, yeah, that's what they were technically called in this tournament. Um, Bernie Barron likes Puerto Rico and Mexico, who, I mean, Watching Javier Assad last night wipe the floor with like all those, you know, with an all-star team. I mean, I'm you. How could you not be pro Mexico? Because, like you said, these are guys that a lot of them aren't. Maybe they're in some sort of affiliated ball, but they're not in the majors. And then you got teams like Great Britain who won today. Who yeah, have they guys did. that are like school teachers in Czech Republic, same thing, and um. It's been awesome. So what have been the highlights for you, IFG, so far? Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, absolutely. Uh, seeing Great Britain and Czech Republic show up, I absolutely love seeing, you know, the the real joy of an international tournament is seeing the young baseball countries growing up. And Great Britain has such a passionate fan base, and they are doing all of the work to make this happen. And they're, I mean, they're organization is broke you know everybody wants to make fun of their uniforms or whatever but like a year ago they were putting numbers on their jerseys with sharpies and tape um i think anybody disparaging that uniform is more than welcome to buy them a better one um i did i actually i fixed their uh their uniform i photoshopped it and i made uh, great britain say eat taint of course you did. Of course you did. I am so proud. Because you're still 12. <laughs> <laughs> I just see that's the way I see the world. I, I can't. Yeah, oh, we know. We know. That yeah. is... So, uh, no, but did you see their uniforms today? They had home uniforms on and uh, they looked much better. They were red and oh, white nice. and they, they, they looked, they just, they, you know, to me, these look like the Great Britain uniforms. They kind of look like the Boston Red Sox. Settle down. <laughs> I mean, I just want to see where he's Boston going with Red this. Uniform. The hat's not bad, though. I like that. The hat is not bad. Yeah. I kind of wish they were the big, tall, fur one, though, that they <laughs> were outside the palace. And I think that would just really, like, change the game, but with a little bill on it. Mexican tees wearing a big sombrero out there. Just, you know, everybody's got to wear their cultural hat. What's, what's the United States cultural hat cowboy oh, hat. Yeah. Oh, definitely the 10 gallon, 10 gallon hat. You got a big ass one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What are the other them. China? Uh, they've got it. What is their cultural hat? What are those little like pillbox guys? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't want to talk about it. I feel like I'm going to say something racist, and I, just, <laughs> yeah. and I don't want to. I'm going to be accidentally racist. But Team China's. I, speaking of Team China, though, their hat is super cool, like the Dragon yeah. Sea. The whole uniform. Was, the uh, uniform. Oh, 
Yeah, I was with I, them until I saw the gray pants, but like this yeah, is yeah. this is beautiful. Yeah, I'm putting that is the really nice design. uniform with the red pants and a pinstripe down the side oh. or a big that white stripe like the college ones. I think that would be great. That would be sexy. That would be just that would just be a good uniform. Uh, no, unfortunately, they can't you know play their way out of a wet paper bag. Uh, the yeah, they already lost all the, games. the already eliminated team Korea just showed up pissed off and decimated team China for what 20 runs in five innings. I think the final score was 22 to two. 22 to two. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So they got mercy ruled super hard there. Uh, so do they get relegated along with uh, Taiwan now? Like you, it, like w- what happens with the teams that are in last? I'm not sure how many teams are going to get relegated. Yeah, uh, I, I just don't know off the top of my head. I know Team Taiwan did. I'm furious about it because they were like, if they had won that game, they would have been the top seed. But, and but, then they but, lost that game and everybody tied. And because the runs they gave up were more than the other runs. And even though they beat the teams that went on, it's all very stupid. I'm... I The only problem I have is like, they, you know, if, if, if Taiwan gets relegated, they're really not playing their best players because so many of the guys that are supposed to be in this game are still playing for their Little League World Series team. So it's just, you know, they're all, you know, their Little League team is usually, they're all like 15 and 16, right? Isn't it, isn't it them? And and uh, was it the Mexican team or the Dominican team that always had like the, hit, the hidden players that everybody's like, that guy's not. Old players? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, there was a couple teams that got caught. And I think Taiwan was one of them. It was a very long time ago. It was a long, it was um, very long. However, uh, Team Taiwan did have uh, some significant uh, pitching players that should have been in the tournament who were not because of injury. Um, former Cub, uh, Sung Ren Ha, uh, we know him, Jen Ho Sang, uh, he had an oblique thing. Uh, he should have been one of our starting pitchers, and he wasn't able to play. Uh, Gulen Ryang had a severe injury uh, and was out most of last season. Um, and then Suroshi as well should have been in the game as well, but he had Tommy John surgery. So that's like three starting pitchers for team Taiwan that they just did not have. Uh, and, it, and so if they don't give up all the runs they give up, then they move on despite the fact that, because yep, the tiebreaker the tie been... is fascinating too. I, I did screenshot the rules here and I'll read them real quick. Um, it's that the first tiebreaker quotient is that it's, or the, the rule is lowest quotient of fewest runs allowed divided by the number of defensive outs recorded in games between the teams that are tied. And then after runs, it's earned runs. So then you're putting defense in it. And then after that, it's highest batting average in games in that round between the teams tied. Uh, Yeah, and uh, let me tell you what that highest batting average was. That was Team Taiwan at like 348 or something like that. Yeah, and so they did. But they just. It's it's a beautiful brand of baseball. Yeah. It's really fun to watch. It really is. And they only do it every four years. That's what it feels like. It's like that kind of like passion where you're so excited and there's so many different levels of players, but there's just guys who probably don't belong in some of these games, just raking and, and just like whatever. And then, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's really exciting. I'm going to put up the standings real quick. 
Um, and uh, a couple of the pools are already decided. Uh, Japan and Australia was a surprise to move on over Korea. I think everybody was thinking Korea was going to go. And Italy moved on, and I don't think anybody was really picking them either. They moved on with Cuba. And since the United States lost a game, and, I mean, they're playing Canada tonight who just put up, what, 20 runs the other day? So, I don't – and United States, like, they have all major league players, and I feel like they're not playing full out. And, you know, they – have. I don't know. They could go home. They could go home early just because of that. Right. Yeah. I hope they do. And and here's the reason why. Uh, since we started seeing the ramp up to this tournament, you've got baseball writers from hither, thither, and yon all talking about how they don't want their teams players to be participating in this meaningless tournament. And they're, you know, talking about this like it's a warm-up exhibition for spring training. And they're just simply not taking it seriously. You know, you're going up against the best players that all of these different countries have to offer. They are putting up their best. They are wanting to support literally their country as much as American baseball wants to be rah-rah patriotism and complain about, you know, who's standing for the Pledge of Allegiance and who isn't or whatever. Like, when it comes actually to an international tournament where you're supposed to put up your best players from your country and actually be patriotic about it, they don't care. Well, it's, it, it's funny the way that United yeah. States approaches it as well, too, because, you know, it, like you said, you know, they're not, they're not going to give their all because they've got a, a lot of money at stake. They don't want to get hurt. They, you know, they, they got this whole season to play, and the team certainly don't even want them there, probably, most for the most part. Some guys were even forbidden to go. But, um, you know, the, I feel like, too, the United States, like, you know, we're a big country. It's not like you're going to come together in some way be like, we're Americans, and, you know, we're going to fight for this, and, like, together. Because these guys – they don't really feel that way about the, each other from California and Texas. And, like, and that's my point. But you yeah. know what? 49% of Japanese households tuned in to watch Shohei Otani pitch in the World Baseball Classic. Did you right. see everybody passing around the, the home run he hit? Yes, it was adorable. And, and that would never happen here in America either. It wouldn't make it to the third guy before somebody would toss it in their pocket and walk away. My tie guy. I would, I, right. well, I would make sure my tie guy ended up with it. Zach Hample would probably elbow at a little old lady to try to get that baseball. <laughs> <laughs> like, take her dab, break her hip. Um, yeah, no, it's I. I love the underdog, so I would. I would like. I mean, watching Mexico last night was so much fun. Um, it would. Israel just got their ass kicked. So I just want everybody to win a game. Doesn't look like Nicaragua is going to win any. Puerto Rico got their. Uh, they. Wait, it was Venezuela that came out swinging against Dominican and kind of had their way with them. And that was kind of exciting to see um, because that's kind of a smaller country, although they do have a lot of baseball players, not as uh, major leaguers on the team. But, you know, we're definitely watching the best. And I love the fact that there's no pitch clock. That game was late last night. But when that game, when it's been intense and it's been like down to the wire and they're taking their time and the crowd's going nuts and they're, you know, playing instruments in the stands and, it, you know, oh, there's great. time for it. 
Yeah, it's a pace that allows the fans to play. Yeah. Did you see this? Uh, the the forbidden instruments inside of Miami. No air horns, bullhorns, clappers, kazoos, pots and pans, thundersticks, vavuelzas, or whistles. But you are able to bring in kabasas, bongos, bulliadors, which I don't know what that is, claves, congas, cowbells, which cowbells are loud as hell. <laughs> and annoying. I- I still have my uh, my Tampa Bay Rays cowbell, the big one from the first time they gave him away. I mean, yeah, I mean, they do not allow this stuff in Wrigley at all. I've I've snuck in a jaw harp a few, not snuck in. They don't care about jaw harps, but like they would not let you in with any percussion instruments or a guitar or anything. I've tried Um, gueros, uh, maracas, matracas, which is a maraca with a T. And then uh, panderettas, panderos. I don't know what any of this stuff is. Tamboras, tambourines. Tambourines also loud. Tambouras and trumpets. You may bring, bring a trumpet to the game, yep. and that is freaking awesome. And tamboras a drum. Yeah, tamboras, yeah. But I don't know what a tambura is. Probably a tambora in Venezuela. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... I don't know. It's really cool. The atmosphere is so amazing. I've been to games here at uh, Iran Bedhorn Stadium in uh, Puerto Rico, and I went to the Caribbean World Series there, and nice. just I went to a few games of it, and it was the most exciting atmosphere I've ever been in. We were all dancing like in the concourse. I'm like playing music with them because I knew to bring some instruments, so I had shakers right. with me and stuff. And I was hanging out and jamming with these guys. They're all laughing at me like, "Hey, look at the blanco, you know." And we're just going. It was I had so much fun. And if you can ever get to one of these games, you should go. And I'm I'd rather go to this than spring training, like. Even Absolutely. though getting drunk at the yeah, getting drunk at the tent with Crawley's fun and everything, but this is like the most. But neither are you going to remember that. And besides, you get twice as much game. It's going to yeah. be four hours long. Four hours long. I could get. You know, the other place where you, you get everybody together, and then five minutes later, you got to figure out where else to go for the rest of the day. Yeah. So, two hours uh, and fifteen minutes is too short. What is the appropriate length of a game? When is it too hours. short? When is it too long? Three hours. I like a, I like three and a half hour game. After after like three and a half hours, I'm kind of like, okay, let's wrap this up. Three hours yeah. for me, just you know, one, two, three, in and out. Well, the problem is, it was getting to four. They were fucking around and got to I, four. I like three hours when I'm there. I like two hours and fifteen minutes when I'm watching on TV. <laughs> <laughs> TV already fast forwarded, yo man. <laughs> you know, if you if you watch it on TV after the fact and fast forward through the commercials, you're cutting out forty five minutes right yeah. there. Fair enough. There's fair your three-hour game. You're right. Especially MLB, used to have, MLB used to have that 30-minute. Uh, do they still do that on the network where you could watch the game the next day and they just show every play? It's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's intense yeah. to watch because you're like, oh, God. <laughs> the the one year I did fantasy baseball seriously, I spent so much time watching condensed games on there. I now I it. just watch 15 hours of baseball a day. I, yeah, I did every – Like, I don't care how long the game is. I'm not watching anything else. 2015, 2016, I watched every single Cubs and Red Sox game the entire season, but more than half of them were condensed. Like I'd pick, you know what I mean? I was just like, all right, here I go. I'm going to do this. So I do want to give some uh, honorable mention to some of the Cubs in the World Baseball Classic. Uh, Schwarber, big home run in the game, and now he's homered in just every single big tournament and event that there could be in baseball, and it just sucks so bad. And we gave him away for nothing. 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 
And guess what? And then so did the Red Sox. They didn't learn their lesson. They're like, ha, Cubs, you idiots. We're going to take this guy in the next season. I'm like, yeah, we got him. And they're like, I don't know. They're like, oh, there he goes. He's still awesome. Yeah. And he's perfect for the American League. We already already talked about Javier Assad. Um, He did so great. I was so proud of him. Um, Owen Casey, uh, which who's a a huge prospect for the Cubs uh, coming up. And um, he hit a huge home run for Canada. And I don't know how he did today, but I imagine he was involved in some of those 20 runs that got scored. I didn't you know, look at that box Speaking score. of Cubs named Javier, guess who remembered how to play defense on the World Baseball Classic again? Can we go get him back, please? I miss him so much. Yeah, he, he did, like, had some stupid swinging butt with the bases loaded, and, and he also swung at a pitch, like, eight feet out of the zone. So I was I like... I love him! <laughs> I was like, you know what? I could be I could be done with this. That's fine. Like, you know, we'll bring him back when he's super old. It'll play first base or something. I'm fine with that, enough. too. Yeah. Um, and then I, Marcus Stroman with the great uh, outing uh, for Team Puerto Rico. He... Somebody when Javi made that great play, or was no, it wasn't Javi, was it Lindor who made the great play? He was just like, motherfucker, and like it's a I lip reader's dream. Yeah, it was great. Goodness. I haven't yeah, he went it. nuts. And then, uh, see, and then you, you put in Matt Mervis went one for three. Uh, yeah, with a walk for Team Israel. That was uh, yeah. yesterday. I think he's played another game since then. I just haven't yeah. caught it. Well, he didn't yet. have a hit today. We know that much. <laughs> Is that a final? Yeah, it's okay. done. Just making sure it's. Yeah, perfect game, but I with shortness. Was- yeah, it got mercy ruled, the, uh, yeah, the no-hitter. It didn't say final on it, and I was like, is that sure final? Okay. Yeah, Nelson Velasquez is out there, too, um, for Team Puerto Rico. And um, I don't know if he's had any hits, but it's just nice. Know. It's just nice. It, it's hard to kind of find information on the games sometimes. Like, you really got to poke around the WB site, BC site a lot. Yeah. And it's wonky, and I can't do it from my phone and find out what I want to do because it always goes to, like, a day that, like, three days ago, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, why don't they, why don't they ESPN, care about this? ESPN on the app has a de- decent feed to it, but it's hard to find. It's in a different place every fucking day. You've got to yep. scroll around. You're just like, where the fuck is it? It's this? just a really weird situation because, like, the WBSC, for one reason or another, isn't doing the – promotion that they normally do for international tournaments so like things that are in the place they would normally be are are not there because like this is an mlb production in conjunction with wbsc but then mlb is not doing anything either so it's kind of just like it's like the individual national teams doing their best uh but like baseball teams in countries that aren't used to marketing their baseball team don't have people to do that and then yeah, I mean, it's just fans mostly scraping this stuff together on their own and then the five journalists who care. Yeah, and a lot of people out there complaining, like, who cares about this? And there's it's the same people that you always expect. Like, didn't even Ken Rosenthal said something negative today or something like that? Keep him in the I, shins. Get him over here. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm like, you guys, like, it's just for fun and, like, it's supposed to be fun. And they just, like, take it so seriously. Like, right? all the money is what it's all about and the business and the and all that stuff. I'm like, no, this is, like, way better than Major League Baseball. Don't you understand that I this mean, tournament is so exciting to me? Like, this is so, this is amazing. This is, you know, this is, again, it's 20 countries doing, well, it's 19 countries doing their best and then the usa and you know the money in this like just the pool round itself the the prize money for participating in the pool round is three hundred thousand dollars now that's a daniel descalso 
half season several years ago. But for Team Great Britain, they're not coming back in those gray uniforms. Yeah, they got enough money to that at least. Is, that is yeah. life-changing money for that organization. Right. And if they advance past that, they get more pool money or they get more prize money. Then they're able to continue building baseball as a sport in their country. And that's awesome. That's what, like, that's what I want to be here for. I don't want, I, I, do, I could care less about MLB being the best baseball anywhere. I want the best baseball everywhere. Yeah. And the crowds are, DJR makes a good point. Uh, the crowds are the best and they truly are. They're just going nuts. They're playing the instruments in the stands and stuff. And uh, David Elliott writes in, why doesn't MLB realize that they can make a pile of money if they offered a platform to stream the games? They continue to miss the obvious. And it's true. It's like, w- just sell us, be like, everybody's got to pay $30. And yeah. then, and then here's the app. And it's the WBC app, and you get to watch all the games on your iPad. And you know how many of us I'd buy it? Thirty I'll bucks. Sh- I bought the Taiwanese version. It was seven dollars, and right. I get sixty days of Taiwanese cable for it. Nice. I mean, <laughs> what do they got on there? I mean, A I'm lot of stuff, actually. Like, I bet. Like, yeah, rom coms and variety shows and all kinds of fun stuff. All That'd right, be a good way to learn some Chinese. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Dominic says USA treating this like an exhibition. Yeah, and that's why they need to go home. I, I'm just like, you know, I don't want to watch you play. And now my, my cousin brought her son to the game, and they're down in Arizona right now. And now I am excited that he got to see, like, all these stars. He's a young kid. He gets to see Mike Trout, and he gets, you know, goes to yeah, see Yeah, and that, that part of it's cool. But it's just like it, it is uncompetitive. It's the same reason I hate the All-Star game. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like – you know, you can see you all these guys. You don't even but... have all, all the all-stars don't even participate. Right. right. The problem is that American team should be good. It should be more like Team USA basketball in the I – just, I just feel like they should be good, and they should be wiping the floor with some of these teams, and that's, that's lame that they're not. But it's awesome that Javier Assad is w- wiping the floor with them, with Team I Mexico. Agree. With the, you know. You with a bunch of out of shape dudes, by the way. Like if you see like Team Mexico, like there are a couple of guys up there. You know, is, didn't Rowdy Telez? No, he's who's he on? Is he on Team Mexico? Rowdy's with Mexico, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's out of shape anyway. But you just see like these dudes, they're having fun, man, and they're playing for their for the passion. They, they in the crowd that were singing I I I I last night. Lito Lindo. Yeah. It was I was like, this is awesome. Like, how are right. you not on their side? Like are, you're was, in that stadium and you're definitely singing some I I I I with absolutely. those guys as opposed to just being mad and militant, you know what I mean? Um, and he might be a brewer, but I'd go to war for Luis Uri, uh Urias. So, you know, we chill forever. He's adorable and having a good time there too. Um, I saw Bernie Barron brought up in the chat a little bit ago about Team Mexico's gear, and I did actually want to highlight it because it's my favorite. And uh, IFG, you said the other day um, that uh, y- you said um, more green in baseball. Like we were talking about Australia's uniform, and there's just not a lot of green. Well, I love that. Out. I love that Australian green uniform. That's what I was saying. But the Mexico, the, Danny, put is there? There's another one with the jersey, though. Do you have you seen that one? I'll, I I'll, 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 I could put the jersey up, but I'm going to drop a link to the stuff in the chat because I think I'm going to buy at least the hat. Because the the Mexican jersey and the other, it, it looks like the Red Sox. That's why you love it. It's the white with the red, but there's the green belt. That's it. That's the only thing that's different. So I was like, that's pretty cool. It's it's a good looking uniform. 
Yeah, it it's it's definitely one of the best. It's it it's uh yeah, oh I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, that's great. And they have a dark green one too, I'm seeing that they wear. But now, um Go ahead. Oh no, I'm looking for the picture. Oh, okay. And then now compare that like I love I love the Mexico hat. It's giving me a little bit of Marlins. You know what I mean? Little Miami Marlins with that action. Mm-hmm. But it's it's still like so bright and nice. And then um, I want to also show like and, and I'm just going to drop all these links in the chat, too. And this all goes to our shopping links, too. So if you're going to buy any of this stuff, please go to sunranter.com slash shopping to buy it because we get a little kickback and doesn't cost you a, a cent more. But um, check out these. There's the Australia hat, Lyle, the men's Australia. It looks like the A's hat, though. It's got except for the stars. Yeah, a little bit. I, I still like it. I, and I like it with the jersey. I don't know. I just I just like it. Great Britain, just kind of plain CB. Canada one. I don't really understand that logo, like why the C looks like that. It's trying so hard to be a Blue Jays jersey or a Blue Jays logo. So it's got, you know, the Blue Jays font, but then instead of the leaf being off to the side, like where the baseball is, it's behind. I don't know. It's all very weird. Yeah. It's just kind of, there's something wrong with it in my, um, there's a Deutschland. I like that New Zealand one, though. Yeah, the New Zealand one's hot. It's you so know? great. Yeah. Everyone needs that hat. All the kids are going to be wearing it this year. <laughs> In New Zealand, baby. Um, and then uh, I'm, I'm going to put up more gear. Now, these are the most the top sellers here. Uh, you got Puerto Rico, which I think that's a great hat, too. Just the PR. It just mm-hmm. I love that color blue. Like, that's it's a sharp nice. blue. That's better than cubby blue, even. Yeah. Whoa, you heard it here first. I mean, I agree, but I need a Dominicana uh, hat. It's like a crime. I don't have one at this point. Yeah, the Republica Dominicana one's good too. Now, what I did in shout out to the red bill. Yeah, no, that that looks great. Uh, I like the Japan hat because it's that cool gray. Like you can kind of dress that one up. It's just like a cool looking J. Mm -hmm. And then Team Israel is just the the star of David on a hat. And I actually like the. Israel jerseys better than I like the hat. I do too. Their their jerseys are actually really really nice, especially the 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 all blue one. But what I don't understand is why the United States cuz you know the military thing of putting the flag on backwards on the patch mm-hmm. on your shoulder. They put that on the hat, but none of the other teams did that shit. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it I know it's a, it's like a military thing, but it's then people. Yeah, are but I, the- a lot of people like the visual, Danny, of like you're facing forward, so the flag is blowing in that direction. That's a, I think that's part of what it is. Yeah, well, that's I think that's the and also no retreat, I guess, is the idea for the military. But this isn't military. This is baseball tournament. You know what I mean? That's my point. It's just like, you know, why? Well, MLB is indeed sponsored by the military and also displaying another team's flag backwards would be an insult. Well, yeah, I mean, it's funny, though. It's like the other the other teams, though, like I guess maybe it's just not their tradition to put it backwards. But I yeah. looked at I actually got interested in and I looked it up. It's actually quite recent that they're doing that on all the armed services. It's been only about 20 years since they've been doing it on everything. And um, it and, you know, obviously you look around the American flag is not backwards on a million things like, you know, Mm-mm. it's sideways, it's upside down. It's like all this other shit, but it's right. not, it's not just this backwards thing. So I don't know. I, I kind of don't like it. 
personally. Like, I don't like it. I think it looks backwards to me, and I just don't like it. I like the uh, Netherlands hat, although they went home That's early really nice. with the crown. And yeah, then, Taiwan beat them. Beat the Dutch. Sorry, yeah. I, I root against the colonizer in any situation. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to, and so, but none of these other ones like really do too much for me, except for China, which I always like to say it like Trump because it's <laughs> right. China. Look at that handsome hat. I really might buy this China hat. It is really nice. It's yeah. such a great hat. Yeah, it is so. I will good. not. I'm, I'm not going to be buying it just on sheer personal reasons but also it's nice Same, and i just me and red just don't do well together. look at this no lovely jersey though i love it so much that it's it's beautiful it's got the green it's got i love the contract I, people make fun of these like underarm gore things but i love them personally i really enjoy this look yeah uh, I like the font of the Mexico that's kind of like the the blue jays font where it's sort of like drawn out or hollowed out in the middle of it um, and then, you know, it's a high contrast back. They're not pulling like a, blah, what is it? Like the Hiroshima carp have a red Jersey this year that has red letters on the back of it. Like the players right. weekend jerseys a couple of years ago where like yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, read yeah. anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, this is all really high contrast. It's really high idea. visual. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's great. I, I, I got myself a Mexican soccer jersey during the World Cup when I was down there in, in November, and I love it so much. It's that same color green, and it, it, and I, I do okay in green because of uh, my fair skin. You, Lyle, you don't wear a lot of green, do you? I don't. I, I do uh, black mostly, gray once in a while. I like a lot That's of green, it. but I'm I'm also like half leprechaun, so yeah, I'll I'll do I'll do a little green, a little gray, but a little blue, but that's it. Red, not really. So uh, Bill Suga says U.S. hat. Um, he likes it, I think. And he tells me to read my flag code, comrade. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to get myself a Chinese hat. And I'm about, but, you know, the problem is, it, you know, you got the, the USA. And I, I forgot to bring up a picture of it, but it's the, the bacon jersey. That is yes. the the S looks like a piece of bacon for those who don't yes. see it. It's like three red stripes, kind of. It's it's supposed to be red and white stripes, I think, but it looks like a piece of bacon. Yeah, it, I'm gonna put it up. And here's the weird thing: it's like, okay, here's the bacon jersey. The S looks like a piece of bacon in the middle, and then, but what's strange about it is that the hat that is logo not the bacon is, hat. It's not the bacon hat. So it's like, what are we doing? We got mismatched logo situations. I agree. I even think that jersey, I'm not going to lie to you. I remember when I looked at it because I saw that they were coming out. I don't think the front looks like it goes with the back. Like the red doesn't seem right. It just seems weird. That looks like a uh, 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 Braves jersey in the back. For yeah. some reason, yeah. it doesn't look like that should be the back of the USA jersey. That's all. I feel like the letters should have been like different. I don't know. Just different. I, I, I don't know. Cause see how they're kind of like, see how the USA is kind of blocked. Like there's a deep block to it. Like there's the gray behind the U and the A like that doesn't happen on the other side. It's a different font. Yeah. They've yeah. used that bacon logo for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, so it's not, it's not something that just popped up for this tournament. Uh, they've been using that, that bacon S for God, at least 10 years now. I got to say it well, might even be longer than that. They should it's just put a backwards American flag on the front of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hang it upside wrong. down. We're clearly in distress. Yes. Well, and, and, and once again, like getting back to the idea that MLB could make a buttload of money on this. 
It's like, what are they doing? It's like, if they came out every four years, you could have a whole new logo, a whole new jersey, a redesign, and sell a ton more jerseys. People would eat that stuff up if, if you know, if for all no, the no, countries. No. no, no, no. It's a much better idea to split the tournament up onto five channels, half of which nobody has access to, and then have all of your sports writers go tell everybody how pointless it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then have your players not try very hard in the game. <laughs> yeah. Let an insurance company tell all of your best pitchers they're not allowed to participate. Yeah. Well, uh, once again, uh, you know, if you're going to buy any of this stuff, uh, please buy it through our link at sunranto.com slash shopping. There's lids, MLB shop, fanatics. All You can get everything you want through there. Um, so we're going to uh, kind of finish this show, but hashtag chance in the chat. Um, hashtag chance if you want to win the Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom. And um, I'm running the bracket again for Lost Boys. And we're, and um, so all you got to do is Venmo me uh, 20 bucks or PayPal me. You can see the QR codes right on your screen right now. And uh, you can Venmo it to me. And then you could sign up for your very own bracket. And so far we got like 17, 18 people in it right now. So we're giving half the money to Lost Boys, half the money to the winner. And right now, I think you can win about 200 bucks. So if we get more people, the more you can win. Um, can I do multiple brackets, Daniel? I don't see why not. All right. I ain't going to tell you not to. Yeah. Right. Uh, Bernie Barron bought, bought. I'm rich, bitch. Can't you tell Bur- by the things on my walls? <laughs> Bernie Barron <laughs> bought two brackets. And uh, also, you can sign up for the pool and not. And not, you can try your bracket out if you want and not gamble on it, um, but you can't or, wait. Or you could send $20 and just lose and just donate to the winner. Yeah, or well, you'd be getting, donating 10 of it to Lost right. Boys. Exactly. So it's a 50-50 split between us and Lost Boys. If you don't know who Lost Boys is, the uh, it's we give 10% of our Patreon money to the Lost Boys every single month. Um, actually, I do it quarterly because it just makes more sense. But um, it, I give them money uh, from Sunranto, and I also uh, add on to it with things like this. So hopefully we can raise a bunch of money for them. Levante does great work with the kids down uh in the south shore neighborhood of chicago and anyway you should do it bleacher bum band opening day right after the ball game yeah a bunch of new songs and a brand new drummer who's awesome tony two times we're calling him i was calling him tony terrific but i got shouted down so i said tony two times and everybody liked it so um anyway we're going to be at output lounge uh, right just north on Clark Street, right there in Wrigleyville. We're going to get started about an hour after the game. It's free, although we will have uh, our band donation bucket there for you to throw, uh, you know, 100 bucks in if you'd like. And um, also, Game Watch this Friday for the Super Ranters in the Discord. Be hanging out in there. Cubs play the Sox and the Dodgers at the same time. Whatever game they're showing, we'll, we'll show. And uh, just hang out. We did that last week, and it was really fun. We had a great time, and we've been doing that a little bit. And I've been enjoying hanging out with everybody. Um, I was just asked to be on Chuggo's show, CHGO, and I'm going to be on there Thursday at 1.20. So check out their social cool. networks if, if you want to yeah. see me bring my unique brand of Cubs fandom to their show. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, shout-out to Maggie May. Uh, she's not watching right now, but she's having surgery, which is why she's not watching. And so get well soon. I don't know what's wrong with you, but hopefully it's not too serious and, uh, that you pull out of it. Well, 
and uh, healthy. So it's, is that all I had? Yeah, hashtag chance in the chat. And um, I do have a, a TFC. I don't know if anybody else had any. I texted you one, didn't I? Oh, yeah, but I didn't put it in. But I, I here, wait, wait, here, here we go. Uh, I can put it up. I just need to find your your text. While he's looking for that, I just uh, heard a rumor that the Premier 12 is coming back this offseason. That is the WBSC event uh, that like this towel right there is from it. Um, it it's the top 12 ranked nations uh according to the wbsc baseball rankings uh so if you go to like wbsc.org and it'll have the top 12 there so it'll be all of those countries so like japan and taiwan and korea and all, all the way down to panama uh and so that's fun i love that event a whole lot so it's basically cool. world baseball classic but no 40-man roster guys it's all just you know international baseball at its international best. baseball it'll be so much fun yeah, I know. I love it. And the, the different styles of baseball and the different fandom and the way that people celebrate and the mascots and just all of it. It's just been, the I mean, cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Major League Baseball needs to watch out because they're giving a better product otherwise. And what, what is their answer? Let's have bases the size of pizza, pizza boxes. That'll get the kids into it. The kids love pizza. I love also- big bases. <laughs> I love big bases. I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. So, is this your TFC? It's backwards, but I can read it. David David Bodie is the Cubs spring training dark horse. Hashtag Chicago Cubs. Hashtag Cubs. Hashtag Cubs Cubs Nation. Hashtag Cubs fans. Why people are so excited. Dude, it's happened. It's like every fan base does this. It gets so frustrating. It's the guy that's been hanging on forever. Like, this is the year. He's going to bust out. No, he's not. He hit a couple of walk-offs, and that was it. That was his – That was he peaked. He peaked. He is I'm sorry, Bodie. He's great. He's, what, the fourth, third baseman? What is he even doing right now? He is a perfectly serviceable bench player, and I happen to appreciate perfectly serviceable bench players. I agree. But also, he's just a perfectly serviceable bench player. He's not, he's not going to be the second coming of what everybody thought David Bowie was going to become. He is not the next Chris Bryant still. Literally the day that I heard that he negotiated himself into that extension, I was like, that is the smartest thing he's ever going to do because yeah. he will never be worth more money than that. No. No. <laughs> He peaked. He, one giant home run, ran around the bases like an airplane, got a lot of and money. Ran and ran right up to Dead's office. Sign this. Good on him. So 15 I million like, bucks, his kids are never going to have to think about anything. I know. Exactly. I, um, Nepo daddy. babies. So um, speaking of non, well, this is a non Nepo baby. This is actually a very sad story out of St. Louis. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he, you guys gotta love this. This is classic Sunranto story. Got this one out of the Daily Mail. Um, so um, you can see this man in a Cardinals hat and a Cardinals jersey there with his lovely wife. And uh, unfortunately, he went missing, Richard Mage. And uh, the uh, his wife took eight months to find their missing husband's mummified corpse in their hoarder house that smelled like a sewer. So Jesus uh, Christ, clean your that- room, people. That's what's that's what's happening down there in St. Louis with the Cardinal fans. Wow. Just thought I'd I mentioned that. Yeah, his mummified body was found in a closet. If you went on to read the story, and the, and um, they couldn't find it, they couldn't get to the closet. 
And I don't know what he was doing in the closet in the first place. They didn't elaborate on that. But I was, I assume it had something to do with the St. Louis Cardinals. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. And then uh, the last, uh, I don't care. Clean, clean your rooms, people. Clean your rooms. Don't let it get to that. I, you ever known any hoarders? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a sad situation. I, I used to love that and show. We, Danny, we may have lived above one. In oh, that's Remember right. The cat, the cat litter, too. The cat piss and the cats in the oh. hall. And, oh. They had like right. six cats and they had never once changed the litter box the entire time they lived there. You like have to run and cover your face when we went to our apartment. It was cool. And then it started seeping through the floors. Then we had to burn the building down. I mean, it's still there. <laughs> it's still there. So, yeah, that's a sad situation. Um, uh, this is also, this cracked me up. Um, I was watching the uh, USA Mexico game last night and there's a, a chat feed on the side. <laughs> so I saw this comment. Says, oh, our you says Mark DeRosa is basically Dave Roberts, which is basically a trash can. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cracked me up. I had to scroll back and take a look at it. You're like, wait a minute, did he just say that? That's fucking funny. Um, so, um, so I guess that's the show. Uh, oh, no, chance we got to do the chance. Um, uh, we never did a, a bitch clock. I really enjoyed that last time, but we we didn't get you out just, of hand. You just got to get the... Yeah. So uh, I'm going to share my screen for the... This is your last chance to get into the chance competition of Frank Chance. So here I'm going to go and draw. The winner is Bernie Barron. Congratulations. All right, Bernie. Congratulations. You are the winner of the French. And uh, once again, become a Patreon supporter and you could win this this month as well at the end of the month. At patreon.com slash sunranto. It's only a dollar to join. And there's only $18 slots left, by the way. After that, they will be gone. And, I'm, and then you and have to pay real money. Yeah, like $2. No, $2.22. Yeah. Plus tax. $9.69. Nice. Nice. So, um, yeah, so that's our show, and it's brought to you by our 110 Patreon supporters. And in conclusion, I'd like to thank Lyle for coming back and Infield Fly Girl for all your um, hard rooting for the, the international boys and bringing us, some, bringing us some fun. We're going to hang out in the Discord chat afterwards. Lyle, I'll send you the link if you got time. Otherwise, I know it's an hour later there. You probably got to work in the morning, but I'll send you the link. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to play a song and um, get the hell out of here. So, Spagog. 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 Spagog.